Welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule, where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and learn more about how to have a happy home, family, and healthy relationships. Well, good evening and welcome to At Home with Debbie Rule. Tonight we have a great show planned for you. Help, I'm in a crisis, what do I do? Every week, I share these statements of how important I believe the home is. I believe every home should be filled with family, friends, food, music, love, and celebration. But most of all, it should be a place to gather, to be cozy, to feel safe, and the peace of God. I feel honored to have those around me year-round, and I love to say I'm at home with family and friends. Stay tuned for Thoughts from Home. We'll be back with... More of At Home with Debbie Rule, your place to discover more about home, family, and relationships. Everybody wants to be in love, have great kids, and the perfect home. But nobody wants to talk about how to get there. At Home with Debbie Rule is a safe place to get advice on how to fight fair or call 911. In-laws or outlaws? Who the heck are these kids and what do I do with them? Let's face it, modern family isn't all fairy tales. Because there are a few places that really explore the reality of relationships, the good, the bad, and the ugly, At Home with Debbie Rule is a place where you can freely ask questions, share stories, and testimonies. I'm Debbie Rule. Join me every Sunday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for At Home with Debbie Rule, a talk show about home, family, and relationships. At Home with Debbie Rule, right here on 95.3 FM and knelradio.com. Follow us at Home with Debbie Rule on Facebook and podcast on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you this weekend, Sunday at 6 o'clock p.m. at Home with Debbie Rule. I love MediShare because they protect and respect life. MediShare is community. MediShare is affordable. MediShare is biblical. MediShare is uplifting. MediShare is family. Faithful. MediShare is hope. It's love. Learn how thousands of Christians can help you save on your health care. Call 844-74-BIBLE. MediShare, affordable, biblical health care. That's 844-74-BIBLE. Welcome back. This is Thoughts from Home. All change brings stress as a byproduct. Sometimes, however, events in our lives are traumatic enough to constitute a crisis and stress levels are nearly unmanageable. Such crisis includes being diagnosed with a serious health condition, dealing with an aftermath of a natural disaster, or being personally affected by a human tragedy, although events of lesser severity can also constitute a crisis. What are some healthy ways to cope with a crisis and get through to the other side? We're going to give you some guidelines tonight on how to cope with a crisis. The first thing is focus on what's important. When dealing with the aftermath of a crisis, it's important to focus your resources. Just getting through the day is an accomplishment, so paring down your responsibilities in order to just do what should be done is key. Put unnecessary commitments on hold and just focus on what you really need to do so you can conserve your physical and emotional energy. It's very important to find support. If others know about your trauma, chances are they will be offering to help. Now is the time to take them up on it. Let your loved ones lighten your load by helping with tasks or providing a supportive ear. You can repay the favor later when you're up to it and they need something. 
You can feel better from receiving support, and others will probably feel better by being able to do something to help. That's what friends do best. If you feel that you're all alone, isolated, fearful, or just cannot trust someone with what has happened, I want to encourage you to seek out help. Things don't get better until we realize there is a problem and find a resource or support network to help us make it through the challenges. To lessen your stress response, when you experience a crisis or even when someone close to you is experiencing a crisis, your body's stress response may become triggered and stay triggered, keeping you in a state of constant stress. It may be difficult to feel relaxed in the midst of an aftermath of a crisis, but you can practice stress relief techniques that can reduce the intensity of your stress levels and help you reverse your stress response and feel more resilient in the face of what comes next. Learn to process your feelings rather than be impulsive with your actions and decisions. Whether you write in a journal, talk to a good friend, or consult a therapist, it's important to put words to your experiences in order to better integrate it. As you move through the crisis, you may be tempted to ignore your feelings for fear that you'll be wallow too much and get stuck, but processing your feelings allows you to move through them and let them go. This is a must. Nothing suppressed stays uncovered for long. It will manifest in negative or a destructive way eventually. Take care of yourself. In order to avoid adding to your problem, be sure to eat a healthy diet, get enough sleep, exercise regularly, and do other things to keep your body functioning at its best. Also try to do some things you normally enjoy, like seeing a movie, reading a good book, or gardening in order to relieve some of the stress that you're going through. Be patient with yourself. Sometimes people who are dealing with a crisis or trauma wonder if their negative reactions are a sign of weakness or if they're handling things the right way. While there are more or less healthy ways to handle troubling situations, be patient with your feelings and reactions to these things. It's natural to feel, not yourself, after a major or even minor trauma, and accepting yourself and your reactions will help you feel better and process things more easily. Seek help when needed. If you experience intrusive thoughts and feelings, having recurrent nightmares, or unable to move through your life the way you need to because of your reaction to the trauma, even after several weeks, you may want to talk to a professional after your situation to be sure you're getting the support you need. Even if you have no major problems but just feel that it might be a good idea to talk to someone, it's better to err on the side of caution and have some extra help. It's a smart and responsible way to take care of yourself and the others around you. This has been Thoughts from Home. Stay tuned for more of At Home with Debbie Rule. We'll be right back. It's time for summer fun, shorts, and flip-flops, summer cuts, highlights, colors, pedicures, and nails. Mandy's Hair Store has everything you need. And for that sun-kissed glow, be sure to stop by Mandy's for tanning. Mandy's Hair Store, your full-service family-oriented salon. So get a head start on summer today. Mandy's Hair Store, located at 404 East Commerce, or call 456-5887. Walk-ins are always welcome. Mandy's Hair Store, a full-staff salon ready to serve you. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcast. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. 
When you're sick, injured, or feel like you need to see a doctor, call Frontera Healthcare. Frontera Healthcare offers primary healthcare, sick care, and preventive healthcare services. Call the clinic for availability of COVID and flu vaccines. Frontera clinics are located in Brady, Menard, Mason, and Junction with sliding fee discounts based on family size and income. Dental services are provided at the dental clinic in Brady, plus behavioral health services, counseling, and psychiatric consultation available through all clinic locations. Dr. Utterback provides services virtually and also in Brady and Menard clinics. Just call 597-0102 to set up an appointment. For dental care, see Dr. Katie Whitworth at the Frontera Dental Clinic at 1211 South Bridge Street in Brady or call 597-0464. For behavioral health assistance such as counseling, just call 597-0102. For more information, go to FronteraHN.org. Go to Frontera Health on Facebook or click on the Frontera logo on the KNELradio.com homepage. Frontera, your healthcare home. Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about being in a crisis. Help! I'm in a crisis and I don't know what to do. You know, there are certain things that you can do when life hits us, and uh, sometimes you're not thinking real clearly. Sometimes you just may not uh, be able to uh, think of what to do. Sometimes you're so overwhelmed and consumed with emotions and feelings and stress of uh, what has just happened or what is happening. Sometimes you're in the midst of a crisis. It takes a little while to walk yourself out of it. Uh, And then there's also the aftercare uh, when you've been traumatized or you've been through a difficult situation. So uh, there's a lot that we have to consider. And we don't just naturally think that way. We have to seek out help and resources and uh, remind ourselves that, you know, this too shall pass. And, um, not minimize what's happened, but not stay stuck there to get the help that we need to move forward so that that doesn't detour us or it doesn't determine our future. Uh, because your past doesn't determine your, determine your future. It only determines as much of it as you allow it to, to determine. So uh, walking out and becoming healthy, especially in a traumatic experience or uh, crisis situation is always best to do. It doesn't mean that you forget about it. It doesn't mean that you minimize it. It just means that you uh, learn how to be healthy in spite of it. And what are some things that you can do to better live your life in spite of what has happened to you or what you've been going through? So uh, joining me tonight on the program is my wonderful husband, Rudy Rule. Good evening, Rudy. Hi, Debbie. Great to have you tonight. Uh, Well, you know, this is a situation that we find people in uh, quite often. You and I have um, made a a commitment of 30-plus years now helping people that are in crisis, crisis marriage, crisis family, uh, all types of different crises that people may uh, go through in their life. And, you know, every situation is different, and every person handles a situation differently. And so it it can be challenging sometimes to be able to be a support network for someone. But, you know, there are some basic things that we all can do when we're in a crisis situation or when we've been um, traumatized. You know, there's some things that we can all do that are effective regardless of our personality. Well, that's true. And so often people feel like 
nobody cares. Mm -hmm. And the field that we are in, you and I, is called the helping field. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, there are people out there that care. Mm -hmm. And so whenever someone begins to think, well, nobody cares, that's not true. Right. Sometimes they need to find those people because when they're in their crisis moment, that individual that cares may not be there. Mm -hmm. But what we're hoping to do tonight is let people know where they can go find people that do care and have uh, options mm -hmm. for uh, different directions to go from where you are right now to help. Right. You know, a lot of times when we're in a crisis situation, you are panicked, uh, you're under pressure, uh, there's an extreme amount of stress that's weighing on you. Uh, there may be demands that are being, you know, um, uh, laying heavy on you that you have to meet. There are just all kinds of different things can occur when you're in a crisis situation. And it's hard to think about who am I going to call? You know, who who is there for me or who can I trust? Who Who has the answers for me? Because when you're in the midst of it, it just seems like it's chaos all around you, and you can't see through the fog a, a lot of times. And that's where we sometimes just make bad choices and bad decisions because it's not that we mean to. It's just that we can't see or we don't step out and we don't know where to get the help that we need. You make such a good point. Uh, sometimes people can't think of anyone they can trust. Mm-hmm because what they're dealing with may uh, wreck their career. Mm -hmm. It may cause a lot of trouble. Mm -hmm. Who can they go talk to? That's why, you know, in the counseling field, you can go talk to a psychologist, psychiatrist, and it's all confidential. Mm -hmm. You can talk to a pastor and that's confidential. Your mm -hmm. doctor, that's mm -hmm. confidential. Mm -hmm. um, so there are people you can reach out to. A lot of times that costs money. Mm -hmm. And so what we're, presenting over these next few weeks is options that may not cost you anything monetarily, mm -hmm. but could save your life or give you someone that you can trust to go talk to. Right. We all need someone to talk to uh, at certain times in our life. No one is uh, without a crisis. I mean, everyone experiences some type of trial and tribulation throughout this life, some more so than others. Some are uh, consequences of our choices. Some are a byproduct of somebody else's choices. Uh, but regardless of where it came from, the crisis is the crisis. And the only thing that you can think of right then is, what am I going to do? And so, um, you know, one of the first things that you want to really consider and think about is focus on what's important. You know, when you're in a crisis situation, it seems like that is the last thing that we think about. We're consumed with uh, what is going on, the, the crisis at hand, and we forget that, you know, our relationships are very important. So we, we lash out at people and anger. We let the stress you know, get to us. We we don't react in ways that are positive. We react in destructive ways because we allow what's going on around us to uh, determine how our actions are going to be. And so it's, it's very hard. It's hard to separate yourself from that. And I'm not saying that no one, you know, you should not feel stress or be upset or be angry. 
But if you will, in your mind, take a step back and say, you know, my family is here for me. I, I need to nurture these relationships. I know I'm in crisis. I need to care for myself. You know, a lot of times ourselves are the, are the last person that we think about. And all of that stress and everything that's going on really has an impact on your body physically and emotionally. Well, it can be so devastating. And we don't know these things. Uh, you know, I'm so happy that our school systems teach problem solving because mm -hmm. that's really what we're talking about on a maybe on a uh, emphasized scale but problem solving uh, and you're absolutely right when we're in a crisis we panic mm -hmm. and we focus on the fear and what we know is about to happen to us and the reality is and somebody said this to us one time they said they can't eat you Mm -hmm. And boy, that puts it in perspective. In the animal kingdom, you eat or be eaten, you're prey. <laughs> you're right. you're going to die tragically That's more right. than likely. But in human terms, they can't eat you. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Maybe it'll cost you a little money. Maybe it'll hurt a relationship. But put it in perspective, you're going to live a long time. You're going to get past this. And while you were talking, I was thinking of parents, and I actually was thinking of mothers, but I decided to include dads. Helicopter parents that want to protect a child, at some point that child is going to grow up and go off, and you're not going to be able to protect them anymore. And that parent can panic about that, mm -hmm. and probably rightly so, because they haven't prepared that child to solve problems, deal with life. Life is hard. Life is hard on everybody. Now, people that are poor don't think people with money have any problems. But the fact is, everybody has hardship, and life is hard. And so, basically, what we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks is how to deal with the hard times in life, mm -hmm. hardships in life. And that could just be from... Um you know, it could be the death of a loved one. It could be the loss of a job. It could be, you know, grieving the loss of a relationship, a divorce. It could be uh, something that's, you know, very traumatic, maybe uh, abuse or, you know, all of these things impact us at different levels and different people react to situations differently. And so we have to understand that not everybody is going to react to a situation like me. Not everybody may have the... Uh, insight about something that I might have. I might not have the insight that someone else has about a problem. And so, you know, that's why we seek out help. That's why we look for that support network that can help us. But we have to remember that we can't just say to somebody, well, you know, you're not in a crisis or, you know, just suck it up and, and just move on. You know, I don't know why you're crying. You know, there's there's nothing to cry about because different people deal with situations differently. And a lot of times your past experiences has a lot to do with how you deal with a crisis in your adult life. And uh, when you fix the past, then you're able to be, be able to um, navigate through life a little bit more productively. And when a crisis comes, you're a little more prepared for it and how to handle that emotionally because you've walked through some things uh, that you've had to deal with. And we all have a past. We all were raised by imperfect parents. We all had issues in our life that we may not want to admit were there, but they are. 
And we all need to do a little self-care and a little self-help and keep working towards the goal on our journey in life because nobody's perfect and nobody has arrived. And that's <laughs> that's Amen. just the truth on that. Um, so let but, me jump in here for okay. just a second. I was smiling while you were talking. I used to, you, you, you would come to me and say, this is how I feel. And I would say, well, you shouldn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was the wrong thing to say. So, boy, I had to learn about that. Feelings are valid. Let me say that again. Feelings are valid. You feel the way you feel. The old saying, misery loves company, is very true. Whenever you are feeling miserable, you want somebody to come along and say, you know, I, I understand how you're feeling. I may even know how you're feeling. I may have dealt with the same thing. It's going to be okay. You know, we need to be encouraged. To mm -hmm. The word encourage means to restore courage, mm -hmm. put courage into someone. And so you come along and tell them, you know what, you're going to get through this. You're strong enough to deal with this. It's going to get better. You, un It's understandable that you feel the way you feel. You know, the people that say, well, you just need to get over it. Suck it up, buttercup. You know, that's harsh. And maybe they're wherever they are, tired of dealing with it, or maybe they found their way through it was just to suck it up and go mm -hmm. on. And that may be helpful. It may not. It depends on who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. So if you're the person that is showing care for someone, be sensitive to what they'll receive. Mm -hmm. Don't be, I mean, you can be harsh and really devastate somebody, or you can be harsh and that's what they needed, you know? Well, in all what in all things we can speak truth and we can help someone uh, move ahead positively it's the delivery now that's really the key and right there. Um, you know what you say to somebody can be received so much better if we I like to say the sandwich effect or you know the the Oreo cookie which the cream is always the best but if you look think of it this way you know you have two sides to the Oreo cookie and then you have the cream in the middle and you know if you begin with affirmation with somebody and you uh, then you kind of move into that cream is the good, but they may not like it. They may not think it's good, but really it's the good that they need to make a difference in their life. It's, it's, what, the, it's what they have to have and what, what eventually will taste good to them when they receive um, or when they realize that it's something that's going to help them. But when we talk to someone, you know, telling them, you know, I'm, I'm committed to you, right. I love you, um, I, I'm not going anywhere, uh, but I just see that you are uh, doing some things that are destructive. And I just, I'm concerned and I just want to help you. I'm here if you want to talk. You know, you're, you, you, you um, are, are a smart person. You are valued and you're appreciated. And I, I think you deserve better than that. You know, so there in the midst of all that, I was affirming, but I did speak some truth there. I see you doing some destructive things. Right. I didn't preach it for 20 minutes and go into every detail. You didn't I planted beat him over the head with it. I planted the seed of, you know, you're doing some destructive things. People know what they're doing when they're not doing things 
right, they know. <laughs> Most people know that That's already. Right. They don't need us to go around telling them what they're doing. And let me jump in here and say this. Uh, some folks don't have a loving person to talk to them that way. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're going to be talking about is someone who feels like nobody cares or there's nobody I can talk to. Mm -hmm. There are people who care about your well-being. Yes. And you might want to know why. You might wonder why. You know, I don't have an answer for that. I just know that there are people that care and they're ready to talk with you mm -hmm. and do the Thing that you just talked about mm -hmm. encourage them and then speak truth to them and then encourage them again mm -hmm. and so there's somebody there you don't know them they don't know you and you wonder how how can they talk to me listen they've probably been through what you've been through absolutely uh, we were talking earlier about how many people we've worked with over the years and we've certainly gotten an education mm -hmm. about things we didn't know about and, you know, if we can't help, we know somebody who can. Mm -hmm. And people don't have to live miserable lives. They can really blossom and grow into uh, the person they were meant to be. And that's really uh, what we want to do. We want to stop the hurt mm -hmm. and help someone get on the right path. Yes. And there are organizations out there that can do just what you're talking about. Uh, there are people that volunteer. There are people that work uh, for different organizations. And the reason why they're there, most of them, is because they have a heart uh, for whatever that organization is dealing with, whether it's uh, a shelter for abused women, whether it's CPS that cares for children and intervenes in a, in a um, bad situation there, whether it is a spiritual house, a church where people come in, you know, wherever that organization is, there are people there by choice. Because like you said, they've either experienced something uh, bad, they've been traumatized themselves, and they've walked it out, and now they just want to be a helping hand to someone else. And that's really what we want to do. We want to bring things full circle. You know, a healthy person will receive help, and they will learn from the situation. They'll walk with somebody. They'll learn how to bring it back around. They'll watch that person. They'll allow that person or people or organization to kind of watch them and let them blossom. And then they're ready to step out and give back to the community in ways that they received. And that's when you can see that someone has really gone full circle in their healing is when they are ready to give out back into the community and uh, serve as they were once served. And, um, a lot of people get stuck, you know, somewhere in the middle. But back to if you're in a crisis, um, focusing on what's important is really uh, the key. First thing, just try to put it in perspective if you can. Uh, maybe writing things down and helping yourself kind of process it. Limiting things that you don't need to do and focusing on what needs to be done. Understand that stress burns a lot of your energy. And when you are trying to do too many things in a crisis time, then you're burning more and more and more and more and more energy because that stress is taking on and then you're out doing things that maybe are not necessarily that important at that time. So try to focus and prioritize what you need to do, get done what needs to absolutely be done, and focus on getting yourself the help that you need, caring for those that are around you, and uh, trying to sit down and 
make a plan, you know, or sit down with someone and try to make that plan. That's where finding support comes in. Um, and a lot of times it's just different kinds of support that we need. If we're having trouble with a relationship, we need to talk to somebody that can help us with relationships. Maybe you have lost your job and you don't have food and you need to find out, you know, where are they doing food distribution? Because I need, I need someone to help me. I'm in, in a, a crisis situation right now. So what I hear you saying is everything is included. Everything's included. Years ago, and you remember this, Debbie, I was a consultant for MHMR in Lubbock. And what I was consulting about was uh, marketing MHMR so that people would understand it includes everyone. And what we were presenting was uh, everyone, sooner or later, will deal with depression. Mm -hmm. And so all of these things we're talking about happening in someone's life drives them into a funk or drives Mm -hmm. them into depression or drives them into self-loathing or Mm -hmm. drives them into sadness or harm or hurt or and i mean it can be a downward spiral that doesn't end until you hit the bottom and so these are helping the helping field is talking to someone about their worth their value and who they are and who they can be and decisions they are making Mm -hmm. whenever someone and i always found this to be harsh comes along and says you're living the life you want to live and i think no i'm not (laughs) well what what that person means is you're making decisions that are putting you where you are Mm -hmm. so from where you are to where you want to go what decisions will get you there Mm -hmm. and so that's harsh sometimes to have to accept responsibility for your life, but you really are in a position more than anyone else to make decisions about your life. Mm-hmm. But you need, you know, it's like the old uh, computer programming, garbage in, garbage out. If you're being told you're garbage, then you're gonna think you're garbage. If mm-hmm. you're being told you have value and you have worth, Mm-hmm. It might be hard to believe after years of abuse, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. You have yes. value and you have worth, and maybe you need to talk with someone to help bring that out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, the the worst thing that a person can do uh, when someone comes to you and they're in a crisis situation is to judge them or to say what you said, you know, you're living the life that you chose to live. Oh, that will slap uh, you down like you've been hit with a shovel. You know, some people can't understand why others would make some of the choices or decisions that they make because it's not what they would personally That's do. That's right. And what we don't understand is where is that person coming from? You know, why are they making that decision? Why do they not see that they're a valuable person? You know, you can tell someone they're valuable all day long, but if they have not dealt with the trauma that they've had in their past, they're not going to believe That's one bit story. that you that you're saying they're they're gonna they're they are not capable of being able to receive those things. That's why we have to start at ground zero. We have to walk with them. We have to uh, go back to the root of the problem. Why is this crisis happening? Well, because I had a traumatic experience when I was 10. And from there, I never dealt with it. And I kept making poor choices and things that were happening to me in my life, I didn't know how to deal with because of what happened to me. Right. And so we we need to be careful when we um, talk with people and when we 
um, want to be someone that can encourage someone else that we don't understand, but that's okay. You don't have to that understand. That is such an important thing to say for everyone to hear. We need to be careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of that is we don't excuse bad behavior. You may have a reason for the acting out that you're doing, but you can't make excuses for it. You have to look at it and confront the fact that this is, behavior is inappropriate and destructive. Mm-hmm. And whether you've got every right to be that way, it's not going to make your life better right. if you continue to be that way. That's the. And Debbie, you're a fan of reality therapy. Mm-hmm. This is Absolutely. what you're doing. How's that working out for you? Mm-hmm. That's basically reality therapy. If mm-hmm. it's if it's causing you harm, well, hello, mm-hmm. stop doing that. And so that simplifies it, but it's also true. Mm-hmm. Every situation is different. Every person is different. Uh, just if you are uh, being asked to uh, help someone, just be a good listener. You know, be a good listener and try to lead them in a direction where they can get the help that they need. And if you don't have the answers, that's okay. It's okay to say, I don't have the answer, but we'll go find it together. You know, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm going to walk with you. I have no judgment towards you. uh, But let's just try to see how we can get you out of this situation the best that we can without having any more harm come. And let's, um, let's see if we can get the help that you need. And when you help people that way and you come with a loving heart and a non-judgmental heart, then they are more prone to open up and to share with you and to be able to get the help that they need instead of shutting down and running the other direction. But it's very important if you're feeling isolated or if you are feeling um, depressed for whatever reason, maybe it's a situational depression, maybe you have clinical depression. That's hard to determine. So if you're, you know, exhibiting symptoms that might be depression, you are uh, fearful, uh, you're isolating yourself, Mm. you know, these are all things that you need to look at. If you know someone that is acting out in a fearful way, if they are isolating themselves, if all of a sudden you see behaviors changing, or maybe you just, the light went on and you said, wait a minute, you know, that person really likes to keep to themselves. You know, maybe they just need a good friend. Maybe they need a listener. You know, what, what, what is it? We all need somebody at times. And we can be that person all the time. Mm-hmm. We can decide, you know what, I'm going to be positive and upbeat, and I'm going to mm-hmm. say something encouraging to everyone I meet, especially those that are close to me. We've heard so many stories about people that have been considering being self-destructive, and someone says something to them that just changes their whole mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I'm thinking of a a parent yelling at a child. A child just shuts down when a parent starts yelling, especially a teenager. They're not Mm going to hear a word you say. Boy, being a teenager is hard. It Mm -hmm. was hard when I was a teenager. I bet it's harder now. I know being a parent's hard. Mm -hmm. And you get frustrated. You want your teens to help you pull the wagon. And, man, all they're doing is breaking the wheels off. (laughs) You're like, ah. So... How do you, and we do a thing called family therapy, where we take the whole family in Mm -hmm. and talk about family dynamics. Mm -hmm. That is so 
powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know you felt that way. Well, I didn't know you felt. Mm-hmm. We hear parents tell their children how much they love them and care for them and how highly they think of them. And the teenagers are thinking, I, th- I thought you hated me and thought I was terrible. Mm-hmm. So they don't communicate that in the home they haven't been taught. Mm-hmm. It's just an example. There's thousands of examples. But basically, people care. There are people who care. Whatever your situation, there are people who care. If you want to get healthy, if you want to get better, if you want help, if you want to be heard, there are people who care. That's right. We'll be back. We're going to take a short break, and we'll come back and talk about a a little bit more about how to lessen your stress response and also uh, some organizations that you might want to uh, consider contacting if you are in a crisis situation, different organizations that deal with different crises. And we will be right back, so stay with us. Every community has individuals who have gone above and beyond to make our communities a better place to live. Do you know someone that's gone above and beyond to make a difference in your community? We would love for you to nominate your special someone you know that has gone above and beyond to make a difference. Once a month, KNEL will be recognizing an individual who is going above and beyond to make a difference in our communities. Email your nominations to knel at airmail.net. That's knel at airmail.net. Please include their name, job, role, and why you think they're great. These unsung heroes need to know we appreciate and recognize them for the bright shining stars they are. We have all been impacted by someone during these dark times. Maybe it's the friendly retail worker, hairstylist, educator, plumber, electrician, news, media, pastor, parent, volunteer, or friend. Yes, these are just to name a few of our essential people. For more information, visit knelradio.com, making a difference page, above and beyond awards. The Haven Family Shelter is a domestic violence and sexual assault shelter that serves men, women, and children who are victims of domestic violence and sexual assault in Mason, Menard, McCullough, Kimball, Concho, and surrounding counties. The Haven is dedicated to ending domestic violence and sexual assault. The Haven provides services such as 24-hour crisis intervention and hotline, 24-hour accompaniment for medical, law enforcement, or criminal justice. They provide legal advocacy, individual counseling, and the Haven is active in public education, prevention, and community awareness. Support your local domestic violence and sexual assault programs. Speak up about the abuse. Educate yourself and others. Help a friend in need and set an example. For more information on how you can help, call the Haven at 325-597-7644. Together, we can end domestic violence and sexual assault. The April recipient of the Above and Beyond Award is Cynthia Reeves, someone who certainly did make the world a better place with her smile. Cynthia was born and a lifelong resident of Brady. Cynthia was tragically taken from us on Monday, April 26, 2021. She lived a short life of 53 years, but touched so many with her smile, sweet spirit, and giving heart. Cynthia was always concerned for her family, friends, and community, and she served all with love and care. As her family and friends mourn her loss, may her legacy live on.
Welcome back to At Home with Debbie Rule, where tonight we are talking about help. I'm in a crisis. What can I do? And uh, we've talked a little bit uh, in the first half about, you know, just taking care of yourself, putting things into perspective, uh, trying to uh, just take care of what absolutely has to be taken care of. And, um, you know, part of that is just taking care of yourself and part of uh, what you're going to experience when you're in a crisis is stress. And, uh, you know, your stress response, you know, crisis triggers stress. And um, so how do you keep your stress under control? Because it seems like when you're in a crisis, you're in a constant state of stress. That's so true. And a crisis can cause panic. Mm -hmm. And when you panic or have a uh, psychological break, Mm -hmm. I mean, you just can't get your thoughts organized and Mm -hmm. you're just in a a tizzy. I mean, we we call it different things, but it's just a break from reality Mm -hmm. for a moment. And if that happens to you, you just have to stop and breathe deep. And the reason people tell you to breathe deep is focus on your breathing because that's one thing you've got to do you're going to do it occurs naturally in your body and when you can start to focus on one thing then other things will fall into place Mm -hmm. focus on your breathing take a deep breath let it out slow if you breathe deep and let it out fast and continue to do that, you'll hyperventilate and pass out. You don't want to do that. So take a deep breath, let it out slow. Mm-hmm. Take a deep breath, let it out slow. And plant this in your mind, in your subconscious, so that it will come to the surface. This too shall pass. You will survive this. You know, life is about motivations. If you're a parent, you do these things because you need to be there for your children. If you're a child, you do these things because you don't want to cause pain and suffering to your parents. I mean, you find a way to motivate yourself to want to be healthy and get back Mm -hmm. to a healthy place in your thinking. Mm -hmm. And let that motivation uh, let you process, uh, not suppress, but to process and to walk through the... uh, journey or the crisis that you're in. A lot of times uh, stress can bring on a panic attack. You can have an anxiety attack where you're just feeling like uh, you just you don't know what's happening. And if that's the case and you feel like you are uh, needing medical care, call 911. You know, there's nothing wrong with trying to get the help that you need. If you are suffering and you feel like you need a an emergency medical attention, then you can always call 911. Let me jump and, in here on that. Don't make the decision that you shouldn't call 911. If you shouldn't, they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. Let the experts tell mm-hmm. you, you don't need to call us in this situation. Mm-hmm. Don't you make that decision. But the worst thing you can do is go out, jump in your car and try to go somewhere when you're under a a large amount of stress and anxiety because you're going to put your life in danger and other people in danger as well. So, you know, try to make those decisions that you can. Of course, when things are going on, it's hard to process and make those decisions. But if you feel that you need medical attention, call 911 because um, that's what they're there for. 
and uh, and you certainly might need it. Uh, some people's stress can bring on a heart attack, a stroke. I mean, all kinds of things can happen when we put our body under a tremendous amount of stress. And a lot of times people don't even realize. Um, they think, well, you know, this situation is not as bad as what I've been through before. But you've been one that suppresses all of those feelings and those emotions. And your body has been constantly under a level of stress that you've learned to cope with, then sometimes, have you ever heard just, you know, that was the straw that broke the camel's back? That's, it. that's, <laughs> that's right. what happens sometimes. So that's why it's important to keep those things kind of cleaned out, you know? It's like you, um, you know, you wash your clothes uh, when they're dirty and you, you kind of keep things maintained. Well, you have to kind of do that with your emotions and with the levels of stress that you have in your body. It can be difficult to relax. Sometimes you might not be sleeping well. You know, if you have some of these things that are happening, happening in your life, take a look. Am I under stress? Well, nothing's going on right now, but was there something going on that you didn't quite deal with uh, effectively and thoroughly? 911 operators have heard a lot of stuff. Uh, They've also been trained. And for the person that's uh, experiencing a panic attack, simply sharing with someone what's going on uh, begins the process of getting things back into order getting it out saying it to somebody else and letting them say oh yes tell me more yes I understand and they can direct you in the right direction they can give you crisis numbers to call they can send out uh, first responders so this is what society is set up to help people that are hurting and one thing I learned I used to think that I was the only one that had this problem or that problem and come to find out everybody, absolutely everybody. So if you're in your mind thinking, boy, I'm just the only one dealing with this, that is so untrue. Mm -hmm. And the people that you're going to be talking to, if you will reach out for help and imagine a drowning man hollering, help, help. Mm -hmm. That's what you need to see yourself as a person drowning Mm -hmm. and you're asking for help and there are people who want to help and who can help and who will help and you're not unique you are just like everybody else And what we have to realize is that um, stress kills if, if we don't deal with it. And, you know, there may be situations in your childhood where maybe you were raised by a parent that just kept telling you, um, don't feel that way. You shouldn't um, react that way. If you're a boy, you know, you, you need to be a man. You don't, you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to. I mean, these are things that we have to understand that sometimes can be very detrimental when we say this to somebody because in their childhood, in, in their emotions and their maturity level as a child, they're not able to process those things like you do as an adult. Mm. And so when we, when we say these things, then that child begins to um, have an adverse effect in his life because he's been hearing this. And so when he turns into an adult, that's his automatic reaction of how to deal with a situation that's happening. I'm not supposed to feel anything. I'm not supposed to be emotional. I'm not supposed to cry. I'm not supposed to um, react. I'm just supposed to basically move on through. And that's when we suppress stress. And that's when we don't deal with things. But eventually things deal with you.
Those things can happen to girls, too. They can yes. be Yes, I was using a man as an example, sure. but I'm, I'm talking about just in general to anyone. Uh, you know, sometimes we're not taught how to deal with uh, situations in our life, and so that's what we do when we're an adult, you know, the way we've been trained, and sometimes that's not necessarily what's best for us. And so a person grows into adulthood thinking, my feelings are wrong. Mm-hmm. And no, your feelings are valid. Or I'm not supposed to feel. Or I'm not supposed to feel that way. That's right. And those are all falsehoods that we've been taught and trained and spent years living, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to overcome. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, so if you if you find yourself in the programs that are coming up, we're going to get into more detail about some symptoms and some things that you can look at in your life to see, hey, wait a minute, you know, maybe that is going on in my life because that's been a pattern of my behavior. We're going to get into a little bit more of that tonight. It's just a kind of a foundation of how to deal with crisis, but we'll get into more detail in the next uh, couple of shows that we're going to be talking about with more intense um, insight on how you can deal with situations because you can hear something and say, oh, wait a minute, that might be me. doesn't mean that it is. You know, we're not trying to diagnose anybody, but we're just trying to give you some things to think about, some things to think about to see if maybe you need to make some changes. Because a lot of times it's in our subconscious that we're doing things and we don't even realize it until we hear something and then sometimes the light comes on and it's like, wait wait a minute, I need, to, I need to look into that a little bit more uh, deeply. I need to see, is that me? Um, so take care of yourself. Be patient with yourself. Stop putting so much um, um, expectations on yourself. Be careful about expectations that you put on other people. I always like to say this, that, you know, disappointments come from unrealistic expectations. You can have unrealistic expectations of yourself and of others and remain in that depressive state because you're so disappointed and disoriented with what's going on. So try to not have any unhealthy expectations of yourself. If the only expectation you can have of yourself today is to get out of bed and try to function, so be it. Then that's what you do. You get out of bed and you try to function the best that you can. And that's it. Everything else is gravy on top of that. Funny you mentioned that. We were talking the other day about putting one foot in front of the other. And uh, just every day going in the direction you've been called and where you wind up. Mm -hmm. And so you know, even having the goal of getting out of bed, you may not. And so now you feel bad. You know what? Uh, that happens. People yeah. people fail. People have unmet expectations. They may be good and healthy, and you didn't achieve them. And so uh, you start attacking yourself for not achieving your expectations. And so this self-talk is very important. Quit mm-hmm. attacking yourself. Start saying, you know what, this is uh, who I am, and I like me, and I'm going to go be the best me I can. Mm -hmm. People are saying today, you hear it everywhere, you do you. Mm -hmm. You do you. Mm -hmm. And be the best you you can be. And you know what, I think that's a positive change in society. Instead of trying to be a cookie cutter and put everybody into the same mold, hey, you do you. And be a good person. It takes all of us to make the world go around. 
Um, but I want to just fiz- finish with a little bit of this before we close for tonight. Um, if you are one that's, you know, we were talking about that just uh, the only thing you can do that day is just get out of bed. You know, maybe you've just had a lot of um, depressive feelings and emotions. Uh, maybe you've had a lot of intrusive thoughts that have been very negative and uh, very condemning or maybe fearful thoughts, um, whatever it may be. Um, those feelings, maybe you're having nightmares, uh, you know, whatever it is, it, it could be, you know, a reaction to the trauma that you've been through. Maybe you have already been through the crisis and things have calmed down and you thought, whew, I'm, you know, I'm over it, but yet you still can't get a grip on your thought process. You've still got a lot of these negative things going on. You still find yourself not being able to sleep at night. You still find yourself, you know, experiencing uh, bad dreams or, you know, fearful thoughts of if I, um, if I do that, then, you know, this could happen, you know, worrying constantly, then it may be that you need to sit down and talk with someone, a professional, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. I encourage everybody and every married couple, every couple that wants to have a good relationship, if you think a relationship counseling or coaching is a negative or it means that you have a problem, that is the absolute lie. If you want to have the best relationship that you can have, you'll go talk to somebody once a year. Just like you do your taxes once a year, you'll go and you will sit down with somebody and you'll work on things and you'll go to a marriage enrichment class. You won't wait until the house is burning down before, you know, when you call the fire department, they can only put the fire out. But you've got to do maintaining things to keep it from catching on fire. So, you know, if we sit down and talk with people, if we uh, go to things, if we listen to podcasts that are self-help podcasts that can help us wherever we are personally and in our relationships, then what happens is we become a better person. And it doesn't happen overnight, but a lot of times we're experiencing negative things in our life because of things that have happened in our past. Trauma that's already happened. We thought we were over it, but we're not. There's still symptoms there that distinctly tell us you are not over this. Let's do some self-work. You know, and I know you're closing the program, but uh, I think you make such a good point. Even if you uh, feel like you don't have any major problems. It's good to talk with someone on a regular basis. And what you'll find is it is so therapeutic for you and it works so well for you that you'll be an advocate to others. Yes. And people yes. say, well, you don't have any problems. Well, excuse me. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm living life just like mm-hmm. you are. And I find that talking with someone mm-hmm. really helps. Mm-hmm. And they're the best uh, encouragement a person can get is from someone else who's been through what they're going through or that's done right. what they're advocating for them that's to do. Or just someone that's experienced in um, in uh, sitting down and just listening to someone and that has the professionalism and the insight to be able to help you to process it. And sometimes just sitting down and talking about it is how you process it. But you know, you go for, we don't um, ever tell, we don't ever give anybody a problem when they say, I've got my yearly checkup coming up. You know, I've got to go to the doctor and get my yearly exam. I don't want to do that, you know, and got to do all this blood work and all that. There's nothing, we we don't ever give anyone any trouble about that. We encourage that. But as soon as somebody says, 
I need to go talk to somebody. Oh, What's do you have a problem? You? Do you have a mental disorder? <laughs> you know, are you bipolar? What's your you know, problem? I mean, we start throwing around all these terms, and there's nothing wrong with that. You need an emotional checkup every year, just like That's you right. need a and physical checkup. Is, I want to be healthy. That's right. And we all deal with things. And sometimes when you're in the midst of it, you just can't deal with it. But don't wait until it deals with you. It's okay. It's quite all right for you to be able to get the help that you need. And it doesn't mean that you're a weak person. It doesn't mean that you're uh, less of a person. It just means that you're a smart one. Well, you know, if you're depending on someone, you want them to be healthy because you're depending on them. Mm -hmm. If someone is depending on you, they want you to be healthy because they're depending on you. Yes. So find a way to motivate yourself to do the things that make you healthy. Yes. And one thing I want to talk about before we close is uh, the McCullough County Resource Center. Now, the McCullough County Resource Center is a place where you can go to get some of the answers, maybe all of the answers, but if they don't have the answer or they don't have an organization that they can lead you to, then they will try to find the information for you and get it you know, get it for you as soon as possible. But they do a multitude of things at the McCullough County Resource Center. It is the old Helping Hands building, but it's not just a senior care center any longer. It is a center that is committed to meeting the needs of our community as a whole. Yes, we they welcome senior citizens. They have programs for senior citizens, but let's not forget that there are a lot of other needs in our community that need to be met as well, and they are meeting those needs. They are having coffee and chat uh, twice a week where they bring in speakers from different organizations where you can just go and have uh, learn something, or maybe you want to just go and have coffee and have fellowship and play games. Uh, they're opening up the center to do that. There is um, services available to be able to help you with an immediate need that you may need to have. Uh, there's going to be coaching and counseling services that are going to come that are coming very soon uh, at the resource center and different classes that are going to be available. We're going to be talking a little bit more about that in the future shows next week and the next week after that. But uh, the McCullough County Resource Center is a great place to call. And they're going to be doing an open house on Saturday. That's uh, this coming Saturday, May 22nd from 11 to 1. And the McCullough County Resource Center is a combination of the Brady Clergy Association, the Salvation Army, and of course the McCullough County uh, Resource Center because the three of them have partnered together to meet the needs of the community. And so I want to encourage you to go to that open house and look at the beautiful Salvation Army trailer. They'll be serving hot dogs out of that. All of the different programs that are available at the McCullough County Resource Center, they have remodeled and you will be, su you will be surprised when you go out there and also do not forget that the mercantile uh, that's in the old library, that's the resale shop, is part of the McCullough County Resource Center. That's a great place to go and get great items for very cheap, expensive items for very, very cheap. And so it's a beautiful store. So I encourage you to go in there and check that out as well. But the McCullough County Resource Center, be sure to put that on your calendar. Write this number down, 597-2646. That should be your go-to number. When you have a question or someone else has a question about something that's going on or something that they may need, call the Resource Center and see if there's something that they can do to help you or if they can lead you in a direction where you can get help. 
597-2646. Also, there will be a food distribution this week with um, Sarah's Shared Dreams. They uh, will be distributing food on May 22nd from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at 1404 South Bridge Street. So if you're in need of some food... Uh, please visit them. Sarah's Shared a Dream, Feeding McCullough County, 1404 South Bridge Street, Saturday, May 22nd from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. There is also food delivery if you'll call 456-2211. Don't let the week go by without putting that number. 597-2646, McCullough County Resource Center, and the open house on your calendar. You won't regret it. You will enjoy going out and seeing it. And we want to thank you tonight for being a part of our program and inviting us into your home. We always love hearing from you and spending Sunday evening with you sharing our thoughts about home, family, and relationships. From our home to yours, I'm Debbie Rule. And I'm Rudy Rule. We'll see you next week right here at 6 p.m. on KNEL 95.3 FM and KNELradio.com. Have a blessed week.